Welcome to episode 17 of the Sports Therapy Podcast. Today we discuss these NFL playoffs, man. We give our picks on all the games and KTO struggles to control his excitement as a Browns fan. It's been a long time coming for them, so make sure y'all show some love in the comments section. The conversation eventually takes a turn and we go on the typical sports therapy tangents that y'all have hopefully grown to love. If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget we got the timestamps for you. And if you're new here, please subscribe. If you're listening on any other podcasting apps, please leave a review as that continues to help the show to grow. Thank y'all very much. And without further ado, it's time to jump in. Well, man, I just wanted to, I mean, I know I already hit you up about this when it happened, but you know, congratulations, dog. Y'all got in, man. Thank you, dude. It, it doesn't feel, it, it, it's weird. It hasn't set in fully yet. I think it's, uh, it's been so long and I've <laughs> cheered for them in such a way that's not like this. Mm-hmm. Cause usually by, you know, December ish, November, even the Browns are in the hunt for the number one seed usually. Right, 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 so right. that's what I'm cheering for. So then you're cheering for them to lose. Is that sparkling water? It is. Yes. My man, dude, that's dude. I love sparkling water. Yeah. Except I don't really like that brand as much. I about to say, we just get whatever. But I was on this heavy at one point. I got off it for a little bit, but we just hopped back on it. So. Yeah, it was my kick for soda because I, yeah. I get the carbonation, but I don't get the sugar. So Exactly, exactly. But anyways, dude, I mean, I remember watching the the last playoff game with my dad, 2003. So I was eight. Damn. <laughs> I was eight years old and... It's just, it's a weird blurry memory because we weren't really, my dad's not a Browns fan. He's a Denver Broncos fan, if anything. And it was just on. And I remember liking the Browns, but it was so long ago that it's like, it's just weird. It's weird to think. And then cheering for them every year. It's like, you don't, you don't cheer for the playoffs because they're out of the playoffs by the halfway point. Yeah. I have a picture of Baker Mayfield pulled up right now. It's the one where he's like screaming after. Or he's just yeah. yelling, dude. Yeah. I wish I was in that stadium yesterday. It would have been so sick. It's like you that you wasn't there. Oh man, I I thought about this. I was like, man, when COVID's done, I'm going out to a game, and I'm hoping it's the beginning of next season, so you can go to that first home game when they like, you know, everyone's excited Ooh. again. It's the new yeah, team back. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, 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 that's yeah. what I'm dreaming about, dude. Yeah. But to focus on now, I can't believe. Did you see the slot the Browns are in? The slot? The sorry, the the time slot. No. Their Sunday night football, their final wild card game. They, wait, who's the the other games are because I feel like that's that's almost a no brand to me. Three I'm an AFC North guy, so I'm Okay, I'm let me let me check. Okay. NFL playoffs schedule. There's three games on Saturday and three games on Sunday. The first okay. game is Colts Bills, whatever. And Bills should win. I'm actually I'm excited to see just how good the Bills look in the playoffs. I want to see Josh Allen really take it to the next level. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, dude. I did you see Not that pass Colts. he had yesterday? Uh, he, no, which one? He well he 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 like did the you know the Aaron Rodgers kind of like green eighteen like got him to jump like and then he got a guy to jump and then he dropped back. And he was dancing around for a second. Then it like a off the back foot kind of flick thing where he like barely got forward and hit the guy in the back at the end zone. It was just like, see, I was, was like watching that play. game and it started just to get completely out oh, of hand. And I yeah. was like, all right, this is over. <laughs> I turned it off. You know what I'm saying? I went and looked at something else. Man, if but, I was uh, a Dolphins I mean, fan. I want to see them in the playoffs. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You said if you was a Dolphins fan, what? Dude, I'd be heartbroken because it was just such a it was kind of like the Browns. Like they had the crazy season after last year. They were bad last year. And to get to this point where you had a like a win and get in game and you yeah, do that. They win ugh. against one of the bit like not only one of the hottest, but one of like the most solid through and through teams. Like it was it was tough. You know what I'm saying? I agree. They tried it's to just... fight with them for a second. And <laughs> just yeah, it's tough. The Bill, I don't know who I'd rather play, the yeah. Bills or the, the Chiefs. I think I still say the Bills just because they haven't proven it yet yeah. on the biggest stages. So that's that's the only reason, you know what I'm saying? That's the only reason I'd say it. 
to go back to the listing. So Rams Seahawks is the next game on Saturday, middle of the day. That's a interesting one. It's a good time to go to the gym. Is what, it's, <laughs> that's what it sounds like to me. I'm Dude, not. Honestly, I, yeah, the whole the whole wild card for the NFC, I don't I can't really get myself up for. Like I just the the next game is Buccaneers Washington, which is a joke. <laughs> It is a it is a joke. I'm I'm gonna watch because it's Brady, and that's right. That's I remember true. people saying that they wasn't even gonna make the playoffs, and I was like, huh? You know what I'm saying? And then they lost to the Saints, and I was like, well, damn. Maybe people was right. Now that they're in, I do want to see what's gonna happen. And um, I think Washington is a slept on team. Like their defense is stupid, but offensively, it, they just have they have next to nothing because the line is trash, and then their quarterback is. You know, he's a backup at this point, starting. Yeah. And so I'm not giving Washington much of a chance, but, you know, who knows with Tampa Bay? They might not show up, and they might implode. Like, we've seen that a couple of times with Tampa Bay. Matter yeah. of fact, every time I've seen Tampa Bay on primetime, they never showed up this whole season. <laughs> so I'm like, and I watched them like probably three or four times. They didn't show up in none of them games. And so, you know, you just never really know what's going to happen. But I'm going to check that one out. For sure. I, hey, I'm bro, really let me hoping. Close my window real quick. Go ahead. Go ahead. Everybody is cutting their grass, like right now. Like, <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I usually leave it open for some ventilation up in here, but yeah, some ambiance, some nice grass yeah, getting cut. <laughs> um, <laughs> dude, the the Buccaneers Washington. I, I'm not that interested in the game, but I really hope the Buccaneers win because I would love to see like a Saints Buccaneers playoff game. I think that's about the only NFC yeah, game sure. I, I would be interested in. After that, I I don't even sure. I don't know. I'm just an AFC guy through and through. So it, especially this year, like they're just so stacked. Yeah, There's so many teams that I want to watch. Um, first game on Sunday Run is Ravens Titans. Will Lamar get his first playoff win? That's a good game. That's that's the rematch from I last year. See it. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Or will the Titans still have a number? You know, man. I, mean? I don't so, know. Yeah, I want to see that one. What we got next? Bears Saints. Are you are you gonna pick right now? We can we can go through them. You want to go back to the beginning? <laughs> yeah, let's go all the way back to the beginning and pick. Okay, Colts Bills first game Saturday. Bills. Uh, yeah, Bills. Yeah, Bills. Philip Rivers, uh, I have no faith. In, the in Colts feel like a, a worse version of the Bills, like just all around. Like they just don't have a good offense, but their defense is good. They're so – they're really close to the – the the biggest difference is the quarterback. Like in those two teams to me. Yeah, like because you got Josh Allen emerging as an MVP candidate and you got Philip Rivers who's declining. You know what I'm saying? And so – I feel like the coach is just a quarterback away from being like a real contender. But right now, you know, solid, really solid team, good at almost every facet of the game, but they're just not going to be able to get over the top, I don't think. Yeah, no, I agree. That's a tough game. But Rams Seahawks, next game. Is uh, Jared Goff playing? I have no idea, dude. That's that's the one. Jared Goff is, man, I don't want to shit on Jared Goff. But, like, I honestly, like, to me, Jared Goff is, like, a grade A backup. Like, I don't think he's very good. Um, I, I know he has the physical tools, and I always try to tell my boys that. But I feel like Sean McVay just put him in position to be successful. I don't think he's ever elevated or will ever elevate a team, which is yeah. kind of how I judge, like, the top-tier quarterbacks. But the Seahawks, bro, I don't really know what to make of them. I know their defense supposedly was better in the last few games, but they played terrible offenses in all of them. So, yeah. you know, maybe Russell Wilson pulls out the magic. I'm going to go with the Seahawks just because of um, the quarterback and the fact that the Rams lost to the Jets. Dude, how crazy. Listen to the listen to the first four quarterbacks in that 2016 draft. Jared Goff and Carson Wentz, one and two. Mm-hmm. Both right now, they're like, you don't know. Toss-ups. Yeah, we don't really know. Paxton Lynch. <sighs> we do know. <laughs> Christian Hackenberg. Not even in the league. I don't Dude, even think he played. I forgot all about Christian Hackenberg. Yeah, big he arm. fourth he, quarterback taken. 
Yeah, he was second round by the Jets. Of course. Yeah. I'll just keep going. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, probably the best of them all. Definitely the most. Well, maybe not golf is the best. Yeah, no, that's true. Brissett is sneaky good. I would honestly, kind of a hot take, I would probably start him over Rivers. I think he gives him a better chance. I, I like Brissett better than Rivers as well. I like Brissett. I've always liked Brissett ever since the first time I've seen him uh, backing up with the Patriots. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't like that he wear Peyton Manning sleeves. I hate that. Like, get the fitted br- sleeves, bro. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Who does that? I don't but, know. Uh, yeah, he's probably the second. See, Wentz's ceiling to me is incredibly high, but I don't know what the hell go on in Wentz's head. Like, the dude, he just does things that make me – I just scratch my head. Like, he got all the talent in the world, but I'm not sure what his goal is when he out there some of the time. Like, he's just yeah. trying to make these crazy-ass one-in-a-million plays, and I'm like, why is he doing this? And then he goes and throws a fit, and, you know, he's he's completely entitled. He feel like everything should be given to him at this point. And so I'm uh, – I don't want to say I'm out on Wentz because I still think he could bounce back. So I would still go – Golf, Wentz, and then Brissett. The the next two I'll run through quick because they're bad. Uh, Kessler, Cody Kessler, and Connor Cook both never really played their right, backups right, right, at right, most. Right. right. Um, and then do you know who's next? He is the best. He's the, probably the best statistical quarterback of the class. Fourth round pick, twenty sixteen. No idea. Dak Prescott. Oh, for sure. I'm. I Prescott. forgot Dak yeah. was in that class. Oh, Dak easily the best of all of them. Yeah. To me, I don't think it's close. So yeah, you're. It's crazy because, you know, there's actually what's funny. Brandon Allen's, well, Jeff Driscoll, Brandon Allen, Sudfield, Rudolph, They're Okay, so the rest of the quarterbacks in that class are just bad. They're all bad coaches. Obviously, they're late-round picks. Yeah. I just thought it was interesting because you said golf, and it made me think about Wentz. And then I was like, man, that year was crazy because the Browns had the second pick, mm-hmm. and everyone was so pissed at them for trading back because they're like, oh, wow, you could have had Wentz or Goff, but you chose to trade back. But I think, honestly, it's like you, you look at the team now, and I'm like, Wow, I think it, they, it was for the oh, better. Oh, for sure. For they sure. They didn't I take agree, them. bro. Because, see, the thing about golf, bro, I just can't really get like a handle on him. He's almost like a – like he, he almost has no personality at all. Like, And so I question his leadership. Like how much are his teammates invested in him? You feel what I'm saying? And yeah. with Wentz, it's – he's like on the, the, the bottom side of that. Like from a leadership standpoint, he's – bottom tier to me and Dak don't have the physical tools that now one of them got but his leadership is so he's solid in enough areas and like his leadership and attitude and the way he approached the game is so much higher than them that to me I would much rather have Dak than any of these dudes like I wouldn't even to me it's not even close and I know golf made it to a Super Bowl but I mean I watched the game that before that Super Bowl and he was not impressive we was at that game, right? <laughs> he was not impressive. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't because of it wasn't it was because an ugly of the game. Just put it like that. And so I would <laughs> I would definitely take Dak, man. And after seeing how the Cowboys nose dive after Dak went out, it uh it actually increases value a lot to me. And Cass was trying to say that Dalton was not that big of a drop off from Dak. I'm like, bro, y'all, 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 y'all really not giving Dak his his credit at this point, the way I see it. Dak's a really cool story just because of being a fourth round pick and, you know, everything that happened with Tony Romo yeah. and him coming in. And you can tell how much, uh, how good he is because Kellen Moore had the chance to be the Boise State head coach. I've just been paying attention yeah. closely. And he said, I want to stay in Dallas because of Dak. See, that's strong, bro. Bro, he could have been being the head coach at yeah, Boise. That's... He was going to have a job for 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm oh, he would have been th- probably their highest paid coach. Yeah, it would have been a big deal. And we're really no pressure. All he got to do is, you know, because like, it ain't like he got to make the college football playoff because the way everything is set up, it's damn near impossible for Boise to do that anyway. All he got to do is win the damn conference. Yeah, don't don't get me started. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> I don't that's, wanna, that's, I, don't I mean, I kind of talked about that in my video. Yeah. You finally dropped yeah, it? I didn't see it. Anyways. I got to check it out. I yeah, I dropped it. it three or four days ago. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> Rams, Seahawks. I They said Goff's probably not going to play. Uh, I like Russell Wilson, so that's... that's I love Russ, pick, but Seahawks. team is fucking weird. I, I don't know. I just... I don't know what to make of the Seahawks. 
I don't know. Who's the Rams quarterback? This dude, some dude, bro. Isn't some, it that Walford? Yeah, Walford. He was throwing gimme, gimme interceptions in their uh, in their last game. I'm not. I'm probably not gonna watch that. Like, yeah, I'm gonna go to the gym during that time, for sure. And I catch the fourth quarter. You know, it's yeah. Well, yeah. So I'm going Seahawks just to throw it out there. Yeah, I'm going Seahawks too. Um, but okay, cool. I think so. We're both Bills Seahawks, and then the last game on Saturday is Bucks and Redskins or football team. Bucks and the football Can't, team. It's it's hard to avoid saying that. It's really to me that's it's easy. Like I I'm not gonna be shocked if the Bucks implode. Because I, I just feel like Bruce Arians is, uh, you know, I didn't like how earlier in the season he came out and threw Tom Brady under the bus. I just felt like that was real weak. And like all of the good, the great coaches I know, they take that. You feel what I'm saying? They might get on Brady ass in the in the locker room, in the meeting room, but in the media, they're not going to throw the quarterback under the, well, he was open and, you know, I don't know what happened. It wasn't because of the play call. It's like, come on, bro, who does that? Like, who yeah. does that? And so that's why I wouldn't be shocked if the Bucs implode. But I'm going to take the Bucs because the, the the football team has no offense to speak of. Their line is bad, and their quarterback is below average. So with that said, the defense not going to be good enough to make the difference. But Brady, bro, Brady been real shaky in that pocket this year. Like when the pass rush get real and Chase Young, them, them dudes is not playing. Like they not playing. Chase Young is a terrifying dude, like the predator out there, bro. So he could really have a big, you know, not just him, the whole D line. They could have a big impact on uh, the Bucks' offense. But I just feel like the football team's offense is so bad that the Bucks still gonna win the game. You know what I'm saying? That's how, that's what I think. I agree. Yeah. You know what's funny is the last time a seven and nine team made it was the Seahawks back in like ten years ago. I think it was ten years ago. And it was the Marshawn Lynch run okay. in the playoffs. That was against the Saints, who had just won the Super Bowl, and they beat the Saints. So even though they went seven and nine, they still yeah, won yeah. the wild card. So it was a big story that year. That was one of the big yeah. stories of the playoffs. So obviously, if Washington could win, I'm not saying you can compare it to the beast mode. You never run know game, what you're going to see. I mean, Antonio be cool. Gibson is a beast. It'd be cool. Like the running back dude is a dog. Oh, he is. Yeah. I'm not. I ain't say his name because I'm not trying to break down the whole damn game and spend hell of time on it. But him, Terry McLaurin, yeah. I like a lot of cats on their offense. They got some weapons, but they can't get them the ball because one, their quarterback is not very mobile and their line is really bad. So when you act, when you put them two things together, it's like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's hard to get the ball off. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm going Bucks right. as well for that What's game. And then going into Sunday morning, for me, at least, morning. Uh, Ravens Titans in Tennessee. I'm taking. I'm taking. I don't know the if that matters, but I think I am too. I, I, the Titans defense isn't as good this year, and after I saw yeah. what the Browns did to them, I just the, the the Ravens are a tough out. Whereas I think the Titans, if you can stop Derrick Henry and you can get up on them, uh, I, I just see that yeah. going south. I've seen them not show up a couple of times. Like for one, we beat the Titans. Right, I saw what the Browns did to the Titans. Yeah, I was watching that game yesterday because I wanted to see Derrick Henry cross two thousand yards, and they was playing the Texans, and you know it was a struggle. That was a close game. Like that game could have went either way. So with all of that being yeah. said, the Ravens are clicking now. I'm taking the Ravens, bro. Also, I just like the Ravens. Like I, I generally pull for them anyway because I like Lamar. So that's a part of it too. To be to be fair, but. I definitely got the Ravens taking that game. I agree. I think we're just we're gonna line up all picks right here because I think we're just going with like the logical decision. Yeah, we, I guess. The, I guess. Process. So. I guess so. Damn. Where's the hot take? Where's the hot take at? Uh, KTO. Yeah. I need it, bro. What's the next game? We'll see. Okay. Bears Saints. You taking Bears? <laughs> <laughs> See, it's hard for me to pick a team when I don't trust their offense, bro. It's like the Bears' offense yeah, is 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 Kamara playing? Like I know Kamara had a dude. Ask me another question about the NFC. <laughs> I promise you, I won't be able to answer it. If Kamara is playing, I got the Saints. If Kamara not playing, then I don't got the Saints. It says. Uh, 
they're optimistic he'll return. Will likely face him as long as Kamara plays. I got Michael Thomas. Thomas. Damn, I want to pick the Saints are the favorite in that game. I'm imagine. I'm I'm sure they are. Oh yeah, dude. Oh yeah, I bet they're probably. Well, let me click on it. I wish I had my app pulled up. It'd be so much easier, but yeah, whatever. whatever. I'm sure they're they're probably like at least. I mean, what do the Bears have? They got a good defense. Is Trubisky playing well? I don't even know. Bro, I can't watch the Bears, bro. So I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I I watched them with Nick Foles, and I know it's different now, but I watched one game because I was like, oh, they have a chance to put together a one drive to take the lead, yeah. and it was the worst and thing. And they always like, play on prime It time. made me love watching the Browns. Dude, exactly. I Dude, gave Nick Foles I, a chance, it, too, and I was like, nope, their offense still sucks. It still sucks. Like, I can't, it's it's so bad. Dude, <laughs> Foles, Foles is the most – not in, I'm not going to say he's the most interesting quarterback. That's not true. But his w- career path is so odd. Oh, yeah. You're talking about a guy who was, like, not really considered that great coming out of college because mm-hmm. he was kind of, lo- like, ofe- he's tall and awkward and whatever. He played at Arizona. They didn't really do much. Yeah. And he comes in and he has that crazy season with the Eagles, like the 25 touchdowns and two picks or something. Mm-hmm. And then he disappears for a while. And then he's like a backup for a while. And he's, he's just like, oh, yeah, he was just a one-hit wonder. Yeah. And then he has the playoff run. Yep. And then he kind of falls off again. Yep. It's just like. Well, he, he has the playoff so run. He gets paid, remember, to go to the Jaguars. And he got hurt in the first yeah. game of the season while throwing a touchdown. So who knows? If he don't get hurt right there, maybe yeah. that trajectory continues to go up. But he got like a serious injury. I think he missed the rest of the year. And then he, we never saw that yeah. playoff form again after that. So, yeah. What a weird story. It's, it's <laughs> cool. I mean, you can never take yeah. away what he's done. The, the few good things. but Yeah, you can't. Uh, yeah, I'm going Saints that game. When Every time I watch them, especially with Kamara, just what they can do offensively and their defense is good. Yeah. I just don't see the Bears hanging in that game. Maybe their defense can keep it close, but we'll see. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a dome game, so. You know, it's same Saints football every time in the dome. Yeah, it's man, I I just can't see them. I can't see them beating the Saints. Like Drew Brees got to throw like three pick sixes, yeah. which he might. That's the only way. You know, well, okay, I, so we got five, five picks. So these are just a sports five therapy picks. Favorites. These ain't even like our individual picks. This is like the sports therapy collective picks because we we go yeah, this with the is same the community team. Yeah, exactly. All right, so Brown well, Steelers is that next? Uh, yeah, next, and right? then. The final game, Sunday night, the primetime you know playoff this, game. This is the hardest one to pick to me. It's hard for me to pick the Steelers because I don't like them. And they also haven't been playing great. Y'all have been playing really well. I just feel like if there's any team that could figure out a way to fuck this up, it, it's y'all. Right. Oh, don't say it. <laughs> I know you don't want to hear that shit, but I just got to be honest. Don't put that on me. I'm, I don't want to put it. I'm sorry, bro. But it's like, it's true. Like, giving y'all history, I'm saying. Now, if I'm just looking at y'all this yeah. year, and I'm going you know, to write that Jets loss off. You know, it was a crazy, crazy week. Y'all lost a bunch of people. Look, it happened, right? So, yeah. excluding this year, just in y'all's history, y'all have always kind of managed to find a way. But y'all, y'all team is so damn solid. And y'all playing so well. Y'all should win that game. Y'all should win that game. It's hard for me to pick y'all though, man. Give me give me your thoughts on the game. I'm gonna get my pick in a second. I'm not sure. The big the big thing in this is who is playing and who's not. Like who's out? Denzel Ward, don't we know. don't know if he's gonna play yet because he was on the COVID list. He he didn't play in the last game. And uh-huh. Kevin Johnson, the slot corner, he didn't play as well. He was on the COVID list. So mm. if those two don't play, yeah. man, I don't. It's going to be a long I day. don't know. Like, I just, Rudolph threw for 300 yards and beat him over the top multiple times because obviously, whatever his name is, Notre Dame beast mm-hmm. juggernaut Claypool. dude. Chase. Whatever the, his nickname is. What? Chase Claypool. Yes. You throw it to him over the fourth string corner on the Browns. Okay, obviously. Well, it was actually Mitchell, but still. Mitchell's like the backup corner. So, and when he has to be the number one corner, it's So who was going to be on bad. him anyway? Because it's not going to be uh, Denzel Ward. He'll, Denzel Ward. He'll be on Deontay uh, Johnson. I'm pretty sure. And 
right? I don't know. I don't know the defensive schemes well enough for the Browns because it's been so uh, mix and match. Like they've, they've Denzel's missed so yeah. many games this year, but when he's in, I swear, I remember him guarding Claypool and like he yeah, couldn't do much on him. Other than maybe one or two big plays, which is kind of what Claypool does anyway. You know what I'm saying? Well, Denzel's what's so, he's so good at is he can cover anyone any yeah. size because yeah. he's so quick and he's so good with his like uh the ball skills like knocking yeah. the ball out of their hand and and playing on making it tough that's his yeah. that's what he's so good at so if he can play that just takes that kind of aspect out of the game but as soon as he's out and kevin johnson's out it's like the steelers are going to be able to score like 30 plus and the browns offense going against yeah. the backups for the steelers struggled <clears throat> so I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pick the Steelers. Obviously, like that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough no matter what. And I'm really hoping Denzel plays at the very like. I, I'm literally looking every day, looking up his name and seeing where they're at with like his week, his day to day. Is he passing yeah. the thing? I think. I think it's five days. It's five. So, so it has to be tomorrow. Has to be. He's he has to clear. clear. He'll clear. I'm going to assume he's going to play. They'll find yeah, a way. It's like, <laughs> I, I just can't. I can't see it, bro. I can't see him missing this game after this. And same thing with Kamara. Like, I can't see well, it. How weird is it that the Browns played the Steelers in Week 17 out, and, and they both kind of knew they were going to play each other? Like, if you looked at the scenarios, mm-hmm. the Browns beating the Steelers, they were going to play them. Yeah. Almost, it's like, that's just how it was. So, both teams obviously knew right. that. How much did they show of their offense, Yeah, you know? Like the Browns obviously had to win, so did they throw it out all out on the table? Did they save some? Like, um, <laughs> it's gonna be crazy. It's hard to say. I almost feel like it would be a little bit arrogant of the Browns to be saving stuff because it's like it's just not a foregone conclusion that y'all are gonna get in. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like at this at that yeah, point, that's true. So, but the Steelers didn't show y'all nothing because Rudolph started. It's like if Rudolph starts, it's yeah, that's it, it's a watch. You know, um, damn, bro. Honestly, my honest opinion, I honestly, I think the Steelers have the edge. I think they got the edge in the game. You know, my pick, which will still be y'all, because I think y'all, I know y'all can pull it out. Like, y'all have the team, y'all capable of doing it, and I want y'all to win, right? But yeah, my, my logic tells me that the Steelers will edge y'all out in the end. That's what my logic tells me. So I guess my official pick is technically the Steelers. Yeah, I'm not letting logic speak. I'm going Browns. You shouldn't. Like if, if the Bengals was playing the Chiefs, I, I, I'd be like, yo, in the playoffs, yo, we got this, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you shouldn't. You know, one of the things I love about the how everything's played out so far is I swear there's this thing. And, you know, it, I, I can't prove this. But when you rest your starters in week 17, I swear it messes with the chemistry just a little bit. And I've seen it before. Like the Steelers rested their starters last year or no, mm-hmm. not last year, two years ago, three years ago, something like that. Mm-hmm. And they just looked like trash in their first playoff game. Mm-hmm. I think it was the year that the Jacks, Jacks, Jacksonville beat them. Mm-hmm. That was that was when. Yeah. They rested their starters week 17 and then they lost to Jacksonville in the divisional round. Didn't the Ravens they had do to sit, it? They sat a week. They might have done it too, yeah. I think they did it live. And then Lamar was not as good. Lamar's MVP year, yep. It usually doesn't work yeah. out well. It usually don't work out well. No, it's it's because you get the new pieces in and they get, you know, this is, it just seems like that. It just seems like it can throw off the chemistry at least a little bit. You're not clicking. You're not fully clicking because it didn't, it didn't just happen. Here's so, the difference. I don't know. Here's the difference. Ben Roethlisberger seemed like the type of cat that don't practice anyway, Okay. And he's not in the same boat, right? So when you rest Lamar, you're literally just resting him because it's like, but you know, he's 22 years yeah. old at that point. You know what I'm saying? Ben is old. He needed the break. Like, he need the break. You feel what I'm saying? So I, I don't think it's going to affect him as much because I saw them earlier in the season and, you know, where I thought dude was going to be completely trash, he came out after the elbow surgery and everything, like the first. I don't know, five, six weeks of the season, the dude looked like he ain't, he ain't miss a beat. So 
that's kind of a scary thing for y'all because this week of rest for him, I think, might hit a little bit differently. Because all the receivers still played, I think, except maybe, I don't know if Johnson played. But I think, like, I don't know if Deontay Johnson played. But, I mean, Juju was there. Claypool was there. All of them dudes were still out there, you know what I'm saying, doing their thing. And um, only person I know that was missing just based on rest was Ben, right? Did they just rest anybody else? I don't there was so. a bunch of people on the COVID list and list that is hurt, but I don't, I don't know. Mm. Like if, I don't know how many they intentionally say they rested other than big Ben. Don't know. Yeah. I, they played all their receivers. Yeah. They played most of their O-line. I don't think that's going to play what? a big role. Say that again. I said, I just don't, I don't think it's going to play as big. A, I don't think it's going to yeah. them resting players. I don't think it'll play as big a role as it did with every other team. I just kind of feel like they're the exception to this one because of the way their team is constructed. I wonder – I'm going to look up Pittsburgh weather report. <laughs> Dude, because I, I throw out everything when I'm thinking about this. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Because what kind of game is this? Is it snowy? Mm-hmm. You know, that changes everything. For sure. Pittsburgh weather forecast. Oh, it's sunny and nice. Not, not, well, not good. It's going to be. That's not good for y'all. No, it's not good. <laughs> no. The the thing was, man, as soon as the Browns start passing it against the Steelers, they they get beat up big time. Yeah. Their pass rush, even with those guys out, still is overwhelming. And that's what's so scary. If the if the Steelers get up early, it's just like their first matchup. They'll run, they can run away with it very quickly. Mm-hmm. But if the Browns can put together a solid drive, they can keep it close or they can get a lead, then I think it's anyone's game. That's that's the scary part. I would hate to see the Steelers jump out to a 10-0, 14-0 lead. It would yes. be heartbreaking. Yes, I agree. Because they're terrified of uh, of Chubb. They don't want no parts of Chubb. I seen Minka Fitzpatrick a couple <laughs> times. He was like, nope. <laughs> he was like, if we 17, he's like, nah, I'm straight, bro. So if y'all could keep it close or, I mean, if y'all get a lead, you know what I'm saying? Now, the Steelers, because of the way they pass, you get a lead. You might not necessarily hold it against them, but it's just going to be hard for them to stop y'all. Y'all running slash play action attack is strong as hell. And uh, Baker didn't really bought yeah. into that. And he's completely like he's completely been cool with running that offense, which is what I questioned earlier in the season. I didn't think he would buy into it because I thought he was going to want the numbers. Yeah. But he was like, forget that. I'm trying to get the wins. And as long as he's doing that, bro, y'all boys, y'all are tough out, man. Y'all tough out for sure. I love to hear it. I love oh, to yeah. hear it. It's hearing other people talk about it makes me feel like you're not crazy. It's like biased. validating it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. in my head, I can argue to you that the zero and 16 Browns could have been eight and eight. Like in my head, I could argue yeah. that. Is it rational? No. no. Maybe there's parts of it that can kind of mm-hmm. make sense. But at the end of the day, it's my rationale of like trying to be like, oh, yeah, this guy was good. He just didn't yeah. get the right opportunity, you know. All that kind of thing. So to hear other people talk about it, like, yeah, is cool. It, I think that's the coolest part about it all. Cause, man, I just, I'm gonna be this whole week's gonna feel weird, dude. Cause it, it's yeah. it's new territory. Yeah, it's uncharted waters. I'm, <laughs> I, don't, I'm a, I didn't even know what to do after the yeah. game. I was literally, I was like, I would think, what I do. I was I was so tired because I was like mm. emotionally drained. I had to lay down for a while because it was just weird. Like I didn't have like a moment where I was like screaming yes, but it was like that relief more than like I didn't have a that you know where it's free a freeze frame yeah. of me jumping in the air, you know, celebrating. It was more of like like dropping to my knees and like releasing the the you know the relief of finally getting there. That was more of what yeah. what I was feeling. I was actually kind of speechless. Especially afterwards when it showed Baker in the press conference, not in the press conference on the, when they were interviewing yeah. on the, on the field and he just, you could tell he was emotional. You could see how much the crowd was into it. I was just like, this is so it's a great moment, man. It's this is such moment. a cool moment. Sure. Yeah. I'm happy for y'all boys. Yeah, I, just, I hope y'all show up. Y'all better show up, bro. Don't go out there and lay a damn egg. I'm telling you like, you're going to be out there, <laughs> but I don't want to see them. Dude, go out there I would do anything up, to be bro. out there. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see it. Like, you ain't got to win, but you got to show up. You feel what I'm saying? Like I agree. I agree. And obviously, we're saying that now, and then if it's close and the Browns lose it, I'm going to be devastated. Well, yeah. But I'd rather be – I'd rather have that happen than them getting down early and it just being like a 
throwaway game by the second half. Like that would be so. It's shitty. because y'all not in that's y'all like peak the worst. Yet. You feel what I'm saying? Y'all not in y'all peak form yet, right? Like y'all got uh no the way y'all set up and like y'all got so many things already in place. Plus what could happen in the offseason, we never know. But y'all got another level yet to reach. So that's why, really, all you need to do is have a good showing to continue the momentum. I'm saying from that standpoint, right? If you have a bad, like a bad showing, like you don't show up, that that could really hurt the momentum going into next year, and you're still gonna have that kind of that thing, that cloud over you that oh, we can't get it done in the playoffs. But if yeah. it's close, bro, and y'all have a chance to win the game, then like we know, like maybe you haven't gotten the playoff win yet, but we know Baker gonna show up. We know Ch- the team gonna show up. They're not gonna go out there and just freeze up because it's the playoffs. Like some other teams, yeah, in the same division, who used Dude. to do that a lot. This, you know, what's cool about this game is if the Browns win, it'll arguably be the most important win of all time for them because they'll be. I mean, if if they won the Super Bowl, it'd be bigger. But for the current time and place, them beating the Steelers in the playoffs would be it would be everything because the Steelers have been Big Brother beating the crap out of us for as long as I've been alive, and it's just been the running joke of like. Even now, they're like, oh, yeah, you beat our backups. Good job. Now come play us in Pittsburgh with our starters. Yeah, yeah. I saw a couple of comments like that. Yeah. And it's true. Like, I'll give it that. It's true. Yeah. But now, if the Browns do get it done in Pittsburgh no against excuses. the starters, There's it no doesn't excuses. matter what happens after that. No <laughs> it's excuses. just, that's the golden ticket right there. Yeah, I agree. <sighs> yeah, I can't get carried away because I can't think about the next rounds or anything. I just, this is it. This is the week, man. Gonna be it, bro. I, yeah, I'm trying to like find ways to like not think about it after. I mean, we're talking about it right now, right now, but afterwards, it's like this is gonna be the longest week of my life just <laughs> waiting for this game because this is the game that everyone's been waiting for. And now it's here, yeah, and now you just have to wait that final six days, yeah. So, yeah, dude, I'll probably make a video just talking about my thoughts, kind of more organized about it, just like everything that's that Browns fans have gone through for 18 years. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's dope. It's like a, I get a big sense of pride thinking about it. Cause I'm like, man, for all, for in a time period where everyone kind of jumps on bandwagons and you just cheer for guys that you like and whatever, and you're not really attached to teams like to have rode this train out as long as I have and to still be here, still cheering every single week. Yeah. And now it's finally come to fruition. Yeah. It feels, that's probably the best part. Like just, it get I got, I get flashbacks to zero and 16, you know, not making the playoffs for however many years. Yeah. Bust like Johnny Manziel, you know, Colt McCoy, uh, Derek Anderson, Braylon Edwards, just all these guys <laughs> just thinking about it. It's, <laughs> it's it's like overwhelming like i can't even I, i'm talking about it right now but it's like it's weird yeah it's just it's just a weird emotion yeah so yeah that's where i'm at i can i feel you bro i feel you oh i said i wanted to just lack of ability to describe get it, get it off i mean i think you doing a video will help too because you can sit down and kind of reflect on it and just kind of flush flush some of that out you know what i'm saying and then yeah. also you can be productive while you obsess over this game on, on Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right now, it's kind of like I have this big cloud of like ideas and I'm like trying to tell you some of them, but it's like barely anything's coming through. So it's like I'm just saying the first thing that comes to my mind about it. Podcasting. And, I mean, that's that's sir. the point of this. That's yeah. just how it goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's exactly how it goes. But when you make a video, and I guess now this is kind of the psychology of you know, my video process is it's, it's like all my videos start with inspiration and passion. That's how all my videos start. Yeah. Sometimes I get an idea that's like, Oh, that could be a big video, like a lot of views, but a lot of the times it comes from inspiration and that's how I write for a while. It's just all inspiration and I can write way too much information and then I can trim it. I can trim it down and find the best parts and organize it. Yeah. Whereas when I'm just talking, it's like unorganized rant that may be good. It may be boring. Yeah. I don't know what it's going to be like. It's just happening. Yeah. And that's how it goes. It's it's so weird. It's so funny. Yeah. That's something I think a lot of people don't realize so about a 15 minute video is like an hour of stuff 
with all the be all the fat trimmed out. You know what I'm saying? That's that's really what it is. Yeah. So how you get like this super on point, still long ass video, but just jammed with storytelling, facts, and ideas and stuff like you know what I'm saying. With all of the ums and the hmms and the you pausing to look this up and make sure this makes sense, you know, saying all of that cut out. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's the difference between between a good creator and a bad creator is when you watch any length video, how much information does that video have? Hmm. Are is it a twenty minute video where there's like five minutes of information and just fillers and BS and like wasting time? Yeah. Or is it 20 minutes of like jam-packed front to beginning, you're on the edge of your seat watching it. Yeah. You, you wish it would have been longer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's something I always go for is like the people who are like, oh man, I wish this video was longer because then it makes it, you know, they want more. Like you want them wanting more. Exactly. And I don't mean that in like a weird, like, like a, oh, we got them way, but like just entertaining way, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like I don't like to make videos wasting people's time for where sure. like I could have got it done sooner. That's one of my big things with YouTube. I'd rather make a seven minute video than a 12 minute video. If that 12 minute video was me kind of wasting yeah. time. No, I so. feel you on that. I definitely feel you on that. I get frustrated with that. Like if I go yeah. watch a video and I'll be like, yo, it's been six minutes, my guy. You ain't said nothing. <laughs> like in six whole minutes. I'm yeah. like, come on, big dog. Like let's get to the goddamn, get, give me something. You gotta give me something to, to hook me. And like, and really be thinking about that. Like I go into my videos, I know they're, it, all my videos long as hell. So I'm always thinking about trying to retain a person for a next for the next 60 seconds or so. You know what I'm saying? Trying to give them something while yeah. going through all of this stuff, giving my perspective. And then even when I finish it, I'll probably cut out another six minutes. You know what I'm saying? Cause I'm like, this shit is too long. But it's hard. Like I'm picking and choosing. Like, yeah. well, I don't want to take out too much to where I lose this point. But I'm like, ah, that's a little redundant. I could probably get rid of that. They don't need this. I'm over explaining. You know what I'm saying? And so I go in and, and just try to really trim that thing down. And it still come out. It's 25 minutes. You feel what I'm saying? Cause you're going through somebody's whole damn life. Yeah. So it take a while. And you want to spend time on like the whatever the thing is, like the Ray Rice joint. I gotta spend time on the the main thing. You feel me? That's all. That's really a video in itself, to be to be honest. Like just the the fight, that whole situation. That's like ten minutes on its own, and then you want to get everything else, but you want to summarize it, and not spend too much time there because you know everybody waiting on the main thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's funny how we we how like our minds work even differently because you say ten minutes for the fight, and in my head, I am picturing building up to the fight in like a minute showing what happens and like with dramatic music and then like showing the aftermath and like, you know, news reports and stuff in like a minute. Yeah. And so it's like, I imagine mine being like this two and a half minute, three See, minute part I couldn't, I where it's just getting the, do it because I got to get into the psychology of it. I got to get into what put her in a place to, you know, basically give off the energy that she was giving what put him in that place? Like, I like when I watch, um, like, if you watch a movie, right? If you watch, like, a Rocky movie, you see the montage of him training. It's cool, but it happened yeah. in five minutes. And it's just, it don't really, yeah. to me, it don't really give you the the feeling to where if I watch an anime and dude going, like, his training, that shit, 15 episodes. Like, it's a long time. You feel what I'm saying? Because some days you don't feel like training. Like, yeah. I like to get all of that. And then when you yeah. get to the end, or like the actual payoff, it's just, it's more worth it. I feel like people could feel that because I think a lot of people have an experience like really going all in for something and because it don't happen fast. You feel me? It can happen over a long period of time and it's, you know, it's ups and downs throughout the process. You know what I'm saying? And so I try to carry them through that as quick as I can with still giving them that feeling. And then when we come out on the other side, I just feel like it's it hit harder. You know what I'm saying? That's like, that's how I approach it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I understand that completely. And I think that method is great. Like, I think I use that in a different, I, I just, when I think of my creative process, it's so funny because I can find a concept that if I talked about it, how openly I find it enjoyable, like how cool I find things, I could make like a 40 minute video about nonsense just because I'd be like, oh, and then there was this guy and then he said this and then, okay, you see that guy in the background, like this guy ended up doing this. Yeah, you know, I could make a story 
out of nothing. Like I could make some BS almost. Yeah, it yeah. could be interesting to some people. It's really interesting to me. Yeah. I just try to like find uh, one singular moment and kind of shine a light on it as much as I can without wasting too much time. And so yeah. I think that's why when you bring up that example, that's why the scene that I made in my head, it's not explaining the psychology of it. Like you said, I think that's what, uh, what your channel does as well. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, it'd be interesting if we took the same video, I like title or like concept dropped it at the same time. And there was like a pair video where it was my twist on it. And then your twist on it. And yeah. I think it would be just interesting thing because i think yours would be like that 15 to 20 minute deep dive and mine would be like highlighting crazy moments yeah, and yeah. like th showing a play or a moment or an interview and stuff and like just highlighting things and it would be different yeah and i think you could get both perspectives how you want it because i think people like both yeah you know for what I, mean? sure. I think for obviously sure. people like both because yeah. they both work right right right, right. so yeah there's yeah. no right way to tell a story yeah you know? i do yeah for sure man I think it um yours is interesting to me because I'm like, do you think like that? Or do you end up putting out a video that you think other people would will like? You see what I'm saying? Cause like Well you, you see what I'm asking? Yeah. Here's here's the thing. Here's how I am. Imagine, you know, we go to the the gas station and a guy's on the side and he tries to like take something from me and we get in like an altercation and like like some guy comes in and tackles him and it's like whoa that was crazy what the heck just happened what well, me and my friends like talk about that moment for like days like oh and then this happened and like we just make that moment almost go from like yeah it was a crazy thing to like you will not believe what happened and we'll like almost start lying to make it sound crazy like then this huge guy this like seven foot dude tackled him and then another guy came like and then so just making the moment almost crazier than it actually was yeah. is always been a way that even my, how my dad talks, how I talk, how we tell stories and how my friends and I used to joke around about stuff, just like highlighting stupid things and not all of it's stupid, but just yeah. highlighting things and just like making a big deal out about one little thing that you could talk about and, and that, see, that happened. And maybe it was crazy. Maybe it wasn't that crazy, Yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's, that's just what I do. Man, that's when you tell that story, I, this is the first thing I thought about. What happened with the dude that was attacking you? What brought him to that point in his life? And the dude who tackled him? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what the hell is his motivation, right? Because he probably used to play football. He got injured. And he was going to go and play overseas or something. But he didn't make it. He ended up working at this BS job that he hates. He was pissed off. He had a bunch of, he had a bunch of shit going on in his life. Like, what you understand? So when he saw this, it triggered for him. And he just boom and took the dude out. Like their individual stories of what brought them to that point to me is so damn interesting. And like it's sometimes it's hard to find that information, but that's what I'd be looking for. Cause when I hear that story, them are the questions I have. Like, what the hell motivated both of these people to do what they did in that moment to create this crazy ass moment? You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's just that's how I think about it. Yeah. And I try to put that. I can I can't help but to put that in the videos. I'm not even trying to do it. That's just how I think. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I was yeah. asking. Yeah. <laughs> if I had my take on it, it would be, you know, we're walking to the store, the rain starts pouring. You know, I get this weird <laughs> feeling in my chest, something bad's about to happen. And yeah. then like dramatic music starts playing. And then it just all building up to make that moment way too you know, larger than life. Yeah. That's the way I think. Cause then it's just like that story that where the crowd is wowed. Yeah. That's what I'm going for is like the wow moments. Yeah. And you're going I for I want you to find you're going you. for like the like deep I want you to find yourself in these people. That's what I'm going for. I'm going for you to not look at the crazy dude that was tackling somebody and say, ah, he's crazy cat. I want you to really find yourself in him. I want you to look at him and realize he was a normal cat two seconds before this. And then this perfect combination of events all came together that made him act like this and this could have been you like you know what I'm saying like if your life would have sent you in these directions this yeah. could have been you don't judge because that could have been you you feel yeah. me and that's that's how I look at it bro no that's that's, that's more of like a wise old man story style <laughs> sto storytelling yeah, style got, and that's not I like a that's not like a diss that's like a uh oh that's 
that's like wisdom almost. I mean, that is wisdom. Maybe. And I think, I think that's great. I think that's solid. I think that's something that, you know, as I get older, I'll probably see more like Maybe. that. Like, it's not that I, I see things happen and think like, oh, what a piece of shit. <laughs> but I also tend to judge people quicker than I should. And I tend to take things out of context and I tend to, you know, there's, there's, there's flaws in my thinking Yeah, and I'm aware of that. Yeah. And I probably, there's flaws in my storytelling ability and that probably, that's part of it. Like no one's perfect. That's all I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to say I'm a bad storyteller. I'm just saying, yeah. So it's, it's just funny because you can take, we can look at the same thing, the same story, same article and develop a whole different structure of how we're going to talk about it. Yeah. And we'll think that that's great. Like we'll be like, this is the way it's meant to be told. And it'd it'd be funny. (laughs) It's just perfect. Like I imagine the bottle gate, like where they're throwing the bottles. I imagine you like looking into the ref's life who called the thing. And then I imagine you like diving into like some fans that were at the game, like their perspective beforehand. Like when I look at it, it's, it's not like an actual process. It's not like something that I'm doing intentionally. So I can't really say with that one. Um, it's just literally what what come to my mind. Like that's that's how a I lot feel. of my friends that like write, like if they write stories, they'll call me and they'll give me their story and I ask questions about the characters. Cause like when they when you tell the story, it's certain like holes that I would I would personally like feel. And a lot of people probably wouldn't think to ask it, but if you present it, it just add like layers. You feel what I'm saying? It add layers to yeah. the story. It add like humanity to them. And I think it uh it helped people connect with it better, you know what I'm saying? Understand it better, and it stick with you, you know what I'm saying? That's that's how I try to. That's basically what ends up coming off. I don't know when that started, to be honest, because I can be yeah. a reactionary person too, like you were saying. Like somebody might do something, and I'll judge them right in that moment. But the thing with me, stuff stick with me though. So after the moment, I'll think about it later when the emotions are gone, and then yeah. I'm like, I was wrong as hell like I was completely wrong I flipped out on this dude in a situation where really it was my fault you know what I'm saying or I did mess this up and he was just trying to you know what I'm saying or vice versa or I might have been cool with a cat and then later I'll be like hold up you was dissing me right with this you know what I'm saying so I'll think about stuff later on and that really helped me like almost separate myself from it and just get like a a bird's eye view of the situation and try to break it down as best as I can you know what I'm saying? That's what your videos do the best is it's a bird's eye view of said player's story. You know, right. you're viewing everything from like that top down perspective where you can yeah. hear things in context and understand things, not just on a reactionary level, but like on a deeper level. I think that's what yeah. you do well. Like, I think that's yeah. obviously like it comes to you. Like it just naturally is part of your process. Man, a reason I was asking you, like, do you think like that or do you do it on purpose is because I just feel like you're good at knowing, like, what people will gravitate towards. Whereas I'm not as good at that. And I don't really even try to do it. I just do what I think is is good and hope people like it, which can be hit or miss. You know what I'm saying? But I think you're real good at, um, you know, figuring out, like, all right, people will be drawn to this. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to focus yeah. on this specifically. And I think, you know, I think that's probably one of your greatest skills that people probably don't ever think about. You know what I'm saying? But I think that's one of the things you're the best at. You feel me? I, I appreciate Dope that. Dope-ass topics. And yeah. Here's, here's where I think that stems from. I am very deeply connected with love and inspiration for life. Just... I follow the things that I want to do. And I know you do this too. That's why we're in the situation. But everything that I've done is, is based on those two things is love and passion as well. Inspiration. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes to football, I'm very deeply passionate about it because it was my first love. If you want to call it that, like I just fell in love with playing. I fell in love with thinking about it. Just, I could daydream about football. I'd be in my backyard with my dad's high school Jersey on pretending I'm playing you know, in the state championship and I'd be out there for hours. It'd be like in the middle of winter. I'd put a coat on, put the jersey over and I'd be out there jumping on the trampoline like I'm diving over the pile. I remember doing that like daily and my parents yeah. had videos of me on like old home videos doing that. 
And that's the way that I operated because I just like would just dive into those passions. Like I would just get so mentally invested into what I was passionate about. Um, yeah. So here's the thing. So I see that. I see what I have for football and I'd love to share that with others because when you share a passion with others, they can see that in you and then it makes them interested. So like yep. you could watch a video about a speed runner who's, you know, really into it and they, they break through and they get the world record and you see the joy on their face and the, how yeah. elated they are. And you're like, that looks fun. And then you buy a Nintendo 64 and you start speed running and realize that 20 minutes in, it's not for you. But yeah, all I'm saying is that <clears throat> I look at, I look at topics that I find very interesting. Whoa. Some guy got, hit in the eye with the penalty flag and it blinded him enough to where he ended up suing the NFL. That's insane. And I know yeah, I don't just think everybody. that's insane. Yeah. That's, crazy. that's everyone would think that's insane. So then I naturally don't even, this isn't even part of my like, Oh, I wonder if people, like it's, I just go like, man, okay, I got to set this up. So it shows this moment shows how dramatic it is, shows the aftermath and people are literally watching going, what the heck? This is crazy. And yeah. it, I like one of my favorite comments I get is when people be like, I don't even watch football. I just love watching your videos because yeah. at the end of the day, like when you're watching something that you can tell someone else is passionate about, you can get into it. And For so sure. I, sure. that's, that's always been my approach to storytelling is it's like, let the passion guide it and whatever happens, happens. At the end of the day, pe the people who can get into it will love it. And if they don't, they will move on. That's just, that's just how it is. And so that's yeah. where I think, I think a lot of my storytelling style slash thinking process about videos comes from. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Now what's some random, <clears throat> what's some random, cause what you said is so true, right? Uh, cause I do this all the time. So I'm curious. Have you ever been, I know you have gone down like a YouTube rabbit hole and become a insanely passionate about something for like a month or maybe two months to where almost every day for that time you were just on that thing you know what i'm okay. saying i'll i'll give you a couple mm -hmm. examples for me i wasn't super into like jordans as a kid i owned one pair of jordans growing up and my uh my brother-in-law gave me that he gave gave them to me i ruined them right <laughs> quick one day i was home my wife and my son was out of town i was here by myself they have a bunch of work to do I'm watching TV, I'm bored, smoking. I find this video about every pair of Jordans ever made. Like the first, like 13, 14, you know, the main, the main line. Man, I go down this deep rabbit hole and for two weeks, I'm insanely passionate about Jordans. That spins into just sneakers of all kind. So for like two months, I'm a complete sneakerhead. You know what I'm saying? I'm learning everything about it. And then one day, I don't really care that much no more. So I take this box and I set it over here, right? I've done that with, I did it with sneakers. I've done it with like bodybuilding. Bodybuilding is extremely interesting to me because while I don't like the, like when you're on stage yeah. and the physiques look insane. Spray tanning. Like crazy, like not even aesthetic good. <laughs> yeah, like your legs is this damn big. <laughs> I'm like, who we wanting that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you can do legs, bro. Like, you can't even wear pants, bro. But anyway. I, the thing that I was so infatuated with is when I lift weights, so just learning like new techniques, that's interesting. But like, they're so damn disciplined. And like watching their channels, bro, they wake up at the same time. They eat the same thing. Like they're so regimented and it's admirable. You know what I'm saying? It's like one of the things where it's like, damn, but like to be that dedicated to something for that long. So I, you know, I dive into that. Like I've done it with, I can't think of everything, but like a bunch of different things. And I find that, like, my wife has made fun of me about this stuff before, but to me, I find I find that it actually, it um, it, it like it makes me better because I'm not an expert on it, but yeah. it gives me like a little bit of knowledge on a lot yeah. of different topics. You know what I'm saying? To where I could at least hold a conversation about it, and I know a little bit about it, right? And um, you know, I just feel like it, it broadens you as a person. So I know you got some, like what's, what's some Dude. that you've gone down a rabbit hole? Oh my gosh. Dude, the, you're talking about my life. The, every, <laughs> that's just how it goes. Yeah, yeah. My girlfriend gives me so much crap because <laughs> like, I'll just start throwing them out. Yeah. The, the speed running example. Yeah. I, I start watching speed running videos. I love the idea. Yeah. 
I end up buying a Nintendo 64, getting GoldenEye, and so I start speedrunning GoldenEye 007. Yeah. And I'm watching streams every night while I'm playing, <laughs> and I'm like heavily invested into it. I got my girlfriend speedrunning. Like I got her plan yeah, yeah. too. Like I bring it out to them. Like, okay, you're trying to beat this time. If you can get at least this, you can get this far on, this, on the leaderboard. Did that yeah. for like two months. <laughs> and I haven't done it since. Um, I even bought a TV and put like a little marker on the screen because that, that's what they yeah. said to do. Like I bought a TV specifically for that. Like it's yeah. an old crappy TV yeah. for like 20 bucks. But still, I like got it in here. And then back here, you can see mm. there's a keyboard. I ended up watching piano videos. I'm that's like, I'm going to do that. Don't even me. play it. There's a there's a loop station over I there, which that. is like used for beatboxing. Mm. And uh, even with the piano and you like, like I, I want to get into that because I watched loop station videos. Thought it was mm. so cool. The mm. battles. So I got into that when I was a kid. I used to watch rap battles. Oh, yeah. So I had my dad get me those 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 books to help me learn how to do yeah. that stuff. Uh, the guitar was something I heard. You know, I started watching guitar videos. Thought it was so cool. Like this is the thing. I could do this. I could sit here and make an hour long podcast talking about every single random thing I get into, <laughs> and it, it, it doesn't even make sense. Like it, none of them stick. Most yeah. of them don't stick. I, I that should be clear. Most of them don't. But if it does, then it's great. It's like you found a new passion. And I think that's that's one of my great – obviously, you do it too. But it's like one of my favorite things. It's like that impulsiveness. Obviously, mm-hmm. don't get, I don't want to get carried away with it. But yeah. exploring things and making sure there's left – like no stone unturned kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, what if I am passionate about that? Well, let's check. Exactly. Nope, exactly. Not really. What about this one? Nope. What about this one? Oh, Actually, I really like this. Now I'm going to be into this for the rest See, of my life. And it's I find it's that it's safe as long as it's, it's like you're finding that interest for yourself. Only time I find that it's not safe is if it's like friends or people you know are like trying to get you into this crazy thing, especially if it takes a lot of money to invest up front. Right. So if you kind of getting talked into these things and you're just doing it to hang with this person or something like that, I think that's unhealthy. But if you just like, yo, I just want to pick up piano and you know what I'm saying? Like I want I want to work on that and just see where I could take it, I think it's I think it's great, bro. Cause that's definitely next for me. I'm definitely cop like once the house all this move and stuff, I'm definitely copping a keyboard. I get some headphones and I'm Stop. like I, I really I always wanted to be able to play instruments, but I've never had a single lesson. So now it's lessons everywhere. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? It's so easy, it's so accessible. Like, why wouldn't I do it? You feel me? Man, once you, if you do get into any instrument, like you said, keyboard, if, if that's what you choose, once you start doing, you should hit me up and just like, I'm not going to, I'm not like trying to teach you anything. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, I just want to hear your, like how it's going consistently. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah. if we're talking on a weekly basis. I'll say, I'll talk about but, it right here. But it's so cool. Cause like my dad started playing guitar recently and his yeah. knowledge of music and just respect for music is like consistently going up. And that's the mm. same thing with me with this stuff. It's like, okay, worst case scenario, I bought these things and I don't use them enough, but I have a greater appreciation for how hard it is to be good at using the that's station, the, the playing the piano, things. all yeah. those things. That's that's that's, that's easily the at least the the what you get from it. So yeah, yeah, that respect is yeah. That's just it's part of it. That's like the baseline. And at best case scenario, it's this crazy passion that you can always go to in times of you don't know what to do. Like that's one thing I can yeah. say about myself. I, I, I can fill my time no matter what. Like I don't have moments of like, man, I don't know what to do today. I, I could find I could find nonsense to do. You know, I could lay it on my yeah. couch and like daydream about anything. Like my imagination's great. Um, I could play yeah. games on the computer, like a million games that I like. Or I could go outside. I could go golf. Yeah. I could go yep. do whatever, you know what I mean? Like it's just, it just never ends. Cause I'm willing to open up to the, the passion as long as I set my heart in the right direction. Like other people's will be like, other people will be like, you want to do this? And I'll be like, uh, no, because I didn't open up myself to it. And that's, that's kind of what mm-hmm. I'm working on now to just be more open to what other people want to do. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I don't know, man. It's probably the last thing I was saying on it. I just, I think it's something to it. I think it's something to not being scared to dive into these passions because it just puts you, it primes you to grow as a person. 
So over the years of you constantly doing diving into this, you spend three hard months doing this, four strong months doing this, a week here, like over the years, like you just constantly grow as a person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I don't know, bro. I just really think it's something to it. I think it's something to it. And I think there's people that's always scared to dive into new stuff and to try new stuff. Um, and they there's not sparked by anything. I just think that's a dangerous place to be. And uh, I've been there before, like when I was working and like I couldn't listen to music no more. I just, there was no enjoyment. Like I had no enjoyment out of nothing. I was just, I got to make this money and pay these bills. Like that's all I was yeah. wired to do at that point. And that's a dangerous place to be because I got old real fast. Like I, at 27, I was probably 15 years older than I am right now. If that make it like from a, like my spirit was, you know what I'm saying? I was fat, yeah. I was out of shape. I was tired. I was, you know what I'm saying? And so I just think it's important, bro. I don't know how the hell we got on that topic, but you know, it just it went that way. We talked about YouTube and then I talked about the passion and like love for like how I do things. And then just, that's just how the beauty of it, you know, just leads there that, our train of thought together just goes wherever it takes it. Same. So we like an hour in, you, you got anything else you want to go? Cause we kind of already hit the football stuff at the top. Yeah, no, I'm, <laughs> I mean, I'm chilling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. So I'm saying you want to you want to end it here. I mean, if you don't have anything else, I'm. No, nah, I think that's it, I'm man. Spaced I think out. I want to go and like do something. Go buy a keyboard. <laughs> yeah, <but> I want to go get into something, bro. Um, so yeah, cool, man. We'll end it right here, man. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode, episode seventeen. Something like that. It's question mark behind it every week because I. I always assume I'm wrong, but I've been right up to this point. So I'm going to say it with some confidence. Episode 17, thank y'all for tuning in. We'll catch y'all boys in the next one. Peace. See ya.